Okay, we're getting started. This is um, my podcast. It's another episode, and I'm so excited yo, yo, yo. to introduce. Uh, could I? I'm going to say this one thing. What? I'm so excited to introduce. Uh, I'm going to do an impression of you, okay? Okay, cool. Hi, my name's Daniel. Ha 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 I really wanted to do that. That was pretty accurate. Just pretty accurate. Um, this is Danny Brown. Yo, yo, what's up? If you don't know him, you're not living a full life. I wouldn't say that. You're living a decent life, but it could be expanded. You know, I'm still underground fairly. Do you like that? I guess so, yeah. Do you think you're low-key or, like, underground? Um... Yeah, no, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I it's feel kinda, like because it's tricky. It's like damn, you know, I've done a lot of cool shit, so I can't say you know. And there's a lot of underground people that don't do cool shit like that, so you can't really. I think say. like, I think you're in a cool spot where like, if I told my dad I'm having Danny Brown on the podcast, he'd be like, "Is that a poet?" A, mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But all my friends from high school are like, oh, yeah, oh shit. <laughs> I saw you at Kill Tony when I was out here, and I was so excited because we've been internet friends yeah, for a for little minute, bit of yeah. time. Mm-hmm. But I've never met you in person until yeah, uh, you were at Kill Tony. And uh, it was so cool because I was like, hey, have you ever performed at the uh, observatory in Santa Ana? I remember that. I mean, I've, I've been at the observatory a few times, so I don't know which show you're actually talking about, but, yeah, I always love going to the observatory in Santa Ana. I think it was right after you had done the freshman. Oh, so that was a minute. So that yeah. was, um, yeah, that probably was, was I with somebody else? Probably. Like with Childish Gambino or something like that. Maybe. No, I don't think so. Oh. May, I mean, maybe. I don't know. That was such a blur for me. I'd always get so fucked up over there. That's that's uh, observatory. Yeah, yeah it's get ratchet. Oh, it gets so it's ratchet. ratchet. I really like. Yeah, they had the basketball room in the back. You know. I never got to go back. <laughs> but that's tight. <laughs> yeah, so we hang out. Yeah. Same do, I, cool. do you miss small venues like that? Do you still get to do? Shit, we about to be like doing that? small venues again. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <true. laughs> <laughs> My shit, I'm about to be back in them. I can't wait to see but you at the observatory again. Shit, I ain't, I ain't tripping. I ain't, I ain't been on stage in over a year, so I, I'm a little rusty. Yeah. I'm gonna need probably small venues first to start getting it back. I don't even know half the songs in my fucking catalog right now. Do you, when you're on stage and you're just having like an off, well, first of all, do you have like off shows where you're Definitely like, I Definitely had off shows. A, yeah. a lot of them. I mean, real bad too. But I think at that time, um, I was taking Xanax a lot and I just used to, you know, then drinking liquor and shit and, and sometimes my brain, my brain would just go blank. Yeah. Like I wouldn't know one word. Like I would just sing a song to myself and as soon as I got on stage, it would just be like, Scroop. and then I wouldn't know shit and I'd just be on stage like. <laughs> trying to mumble, mumble my way through the shit, or I did not just cut the show early. Like, really? I would try to do some dumb shit like stage dive, and then like hurt myself in the process. And well, you fake just hurt fall myself, asleep while people are back, like, you. Uh, like I hurt my ankle, I hurt, and I would just fake hurt, and then just yeah. leave that was my gimmick. Dude, oh my stage gosh! Stage dive and fake an injury shows over early. I just did a show <laughs> in like I think it was in Houston, and mm-hmm. I was you know when you're like probably having a good set to the audience, but to yourself you're like this fucking sucks. Yeah, definitely. It was one of those, and I, w- I almost wanted to be like, should I pretend to pass out right now? Oh, to give up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I felt like passing out on stage before, but just, I made it through, got lucky. Yeah. I've been through all the emotions you can have on stage, I think. Just there, like, out of body, like, 
where I'm like having full conversations with myself in my head, like talk to myself, but I'm still performing a song. So it's weird that I can do that. It's crazy because like when you're a performer, you can get so used to what you're performing mm-hmm. that it just becomes Monotonous, like. yeah, just like, it's like second nature. That's what I'm saying. I'm not tight like that right now where I can just get on stage, just like do anything. Like people could just call out any song. I'd be able to just do that shit. I can't. Right now, I'm I'm whack and say I'm terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna need a little rehearsals. It's fun though because then, in those first few shows that you do back, there's gonna be so much like nervousness yeah, and excitement. Yeah, definitely gonna be nervous and excitement, but I, I can't wait. I can't wait to get paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck everything else. How are you? Have you thought about OnlyFans or anything? No, I ain't doing no shit like that. I mean, I stream on Twitch, but that's barely. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only type of streaming I'm doing. I don't even do, like, Instagram lives and shit like that. Because I don't know. I don't really like people that much to be talking to them like that. You know? Instagram lives are so awkward. Huh? Instagram lives. Oh, yeah. It's just like. Because you're just reading the comments, like, hoping to get a good one. And mm-hmm. then, like, having to pass through people being like, you look like you smell. And you're like, damn, okay, I'm going to pretend like I I guess if I had like to go in there just that. to, like, promote something, like, I get that part of it. But to go over there and talk to, like, a whole bunch of people that I don't even know. It's not like up my, you know, it's just not, I would get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I know I'm going to say some dumb shit. So that's did why you, I try to limit myself from shit like that. Did you ever get in trouble or anything? Like when you were doing shows and like getting but, too fucked up and like not remembering words and stuff? I like, mean, yeah. I mean, that's a bit, what you mean by getting in trouble? Like just like the, in terms of like management or like. Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> all the time. But you know, we make it through. We, we, we settle our differences. Really? You know, we love each other. That's how, you know. You had a good relationship with the people behind you, and you know we all fuck up. You know, yeah. I I, I just you know I fuck up like hey, it happens to everybody. You know what I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all you gotta say, dude. They get it. Like all right, but yeah, I fucked up a few times. And then do you feel like? Do you feel like um, like starting out before things got like really popping for you? Did you feel like you took it super seriously? Like, no. Or was it always just something that was, like, fun and, like... Because it took me so long. I mean, I didn't even really start really feel like I was cracking until I was, like, 30. Yeah. So, by the end, I was, like, I didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it wasn't like a... I never really felt like I was popping. I always felt like I worked hard enough to get everything I was getting. So, I never really, you know, I felt like I was breaking even. I never yeah. really felt like... So, I never really got, like, too overexcited or, like, overwhelmed by anything like that. Was there a moment where you where it like hit you and you're like, damn, I am popping? Mm. I mean, when I would like meet, you know, people that I looked up to and they knew my shit was, you know, shit like that. But then you know, certain little things do like I I played Wembley Stadium, you know, mm. like not too many rappers even played, but that was open enough for Eminem, obviously. But but just the fact that even like like damn, you know, little shit like that. Played the Sydney Opera House, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Playing big crazy venues and stuff, but then like going on tour with somebody like the Gorillas, you know, to be acknowledged by like you know people you look up to like that. So yeah, I think that's when I'd be like, yeah, I guess I am, you know. And then when you meet those kind of people like me, having Q-Tip executive produce my last album, like my dad was a fucking super Trap Call Quest fan, so to even meet Q-Tip would have been a big deal to me. You know what I'm saying? I used to yeah. listen to him every day on my ride to school. So to be in a room with him every day working on music was like you know shit like that. Yeah. That's when I'm like, okay, I guess I did, you know? <laughs> yeah. It is cool when you get to have, like, recognition mm-hmm. from the people that you yeah. look up to in that way. Yeah, because, some, you know, got influenced to do it from, like, those type of people. So it's, it feels good to, like, get acknowledged, like, you're doing it right, you know? Yeah. feel like, you know, you, you 
keeping the tradition going for them, you know. Because you had been, like, rapping since middle school? No, I've been rapping since I first started rapping, like, kindergarten. Like, or the first time I rapped was kindergarten. You are just rapping about, like, apple juice and crayons? No, it was like, you know, you know, back in those days, it was like, you know, everybody had that type of that old school. It was the 80s. So, you know, that my name is D in the place to be. Yeah. I rock the mic so freshly. You know, shit like that. You know Danny is such a solid name to start off a rap. Danny? In terms of, like, rhyming. Danny, Fanny. Jammy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've got we've got a I hit know, song. I, never, I don't think I ever really rhymed, Danny. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I I tried to I tried to do a little rap. Do you? No. I mean, I had rapping one. is not too far off from stand up comedy, though. You don't think? You think? Yes, yeah, it's exactly the same thing. In some sense, it's just rhyming and rhythm, and you know. But the, I I kind of come up with my raps like the. I mean, you know, I guess you know a lot of people say they, you know, come up with jokes, sit down and write jokes and shit. It's like the same shit. I can just be chilling. Watching TV or playing video games, and then a line to come in my head like, "Ooh, that's a fire line!" Like, Ugh. and then you write that one line down. Then you obviously have to make something that rhyme with that. You yeah, know? it's sixteen bars in the verse. You get four lines. You know, you got a hit. Four make three bars to that one line. I ain't giving away all the secrets, but yeah, <laughs> so that's it's easy. You know, I uh, yeah, I used to write songs when I was little. You sing? Uh huh. You like play instruments and shit too? Uh-huh. No, oh. I wish. You like sung in church and shit? No, I actually <laughs> went through a Christian phase. I was like trying to be Christian. Trying to be. I was trying to be Christian. How yeah. does that happen? Well, because everyone in my high, I went to high school in Orange County. Okay. And so everyone in Orange County is like Christian and a surfer, and I was like, I can't surf, so I'll just so, so praise your family, God. What your family are not Christian? What? My dad's Jewish. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was Christian for a second, and they had like worship music. And I wanted to sing with the band, and they wouldn't let me. What? I don't know. I think I was a little, like, I was a little too sassy for them. <laughs> I was a little too spicy. I mean, they probably thought you were about to get up there and sing Kia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got a little worried. My neck. Yeah. My back. Got a Christian. God will right. save my souls. I mean, after like baptism, that. you know, that sounds like good baptized music. I got baptized in a jacuzzi. Talk about a Kia song. Where's the jacuzzi? In, is the jacuzzi in a church? Yeah, they put it. Yeah, it oh, was never in there. And then they bring a jacuzzi uh-huh. for, for baptism. Mm-hmm. I never knew this. Yeah, this is crazy. And the jets weren't even on. I mean, <laughs> I was like, y'all got to turn the jets on or something. I mean, that's crazy though. So they just rented like from one of those like rent jacuzzis RS type shit. Yeah. And, and just, it's weird because you sp- know what people do to those jacuzzis, and then you're trying to get baptized in that motherfucker. I know. I don't know if that's a fully cook consider that to be baptized. It's uh, weird being baptized because you're wearing all white, so it almost feels like spring break for God. Okay. You know, because it's like a white <laughs> t-shirt contest. It's like disgusting. I'm, but yeah, yeah. I don't think I. No, I haven't been baptized. I'm I'll a, baptize I'm you. A, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a um, heathen. But my parents never really was, like, too religious. I'm not, I mean, I went to church and shit. My grandma and shit went to church. But then after I got, like, a certain age, my grandma, I mean, where well, my mom was like, if you don't want to go to church, you don't have to. And I was like, fuck that. I ain't going to church. Playing video games and shit. I'm staying in. Because, you know, you go to school Monday through Friday. Then you get your one little Saturday off. Then you got to go to church on Sunday. It's like, what the fuck? Did you have to wear church outfits? Yeah. Wear suits and shit, little church. I mean, you know, I'm, my, um, my grandma's Filipino. So what? I had to go to like Filipino church, which was uh, it was like Baptist Filipino type shit, but which was great because the food was amazing. Yeah. Every day, you know what I'm saying? Got good breakfast, donuts and shit. 
so that was good but you know bible study and all that shit i was all uh, once i got old enough it was over for me what was your what's your favorite filipino food um i mean it's pretty much they just eat the same shit like i mean i say one thing that i think is cool about filipino food is that they'll take the cheapest shit and make the best out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's even the you're ultimate chicken, munchies. You eating like chicken ass and thighs, and like <laughs> they never got a wing or a breast for you. It's the worst parts of the chicken. But the motherfucker be fired. They they fucking put hot dogs and egg rolls and shit like that. But obviously it's like the sticky rice and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Uh. What was I talking to you about before this? Oh, video games. Yeah, definitely. I always assume when people say video games, they're talking about first-person shooter games. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I love that you were telling me you play, like, role-play mm-hmm. video games. Yeah. I didn't even I know that that I mean, that, that sounds kinky when you say it like that, like, role-playing games. Like. Well, when you told me, I said, what, is like, there, like, naughty nurses? and shit, they'd be like, play this game right here. Like, I no. bet this game will make you come. Yeah, it's like, well, no, it's not one of those. I'm not talking about that. It's like a... Uh, yeah, like personas, uh, you know, like anime-based games and shit like that. Okay, I do. I have, you know, gotten to some kinky ones though. Like I guess Doki Doki Literature Club is the farthest I probably went, and something like that. But for the most part, I play them, and then I get super deep into them. I don't, I barely finish them all before I just get, you know, bored with it, and then just go on YouTube and find out the ending. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> have so. you ever done VR porn? I, I've tried it before, but I always thought that's the worst thing. Who who want to get caught jacking off with something on their face? You know what I'm saying? I got to be on the lookout. When yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just can't be just, uh, just I, ain't, I ain't that comfortable. And I was in the house by myself when I did it, and I still was scared. Like, hold up, man. <laughs> I, can't be, I can't be doing this, man. It's, it, it was cool to try it. <laughs> but that ain't nothing I'm into. I, I got to have all my senses yeah. on alert. You know what I'm saying? I used to take naps in my car, mm-hmm. but I would never be able to fall asleep because oh, I like always thought, always, yeah. as soon as I close my eyes, I'm going to get fingered or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but I would just be like, someone's going to finger me. That's the worst sleep ever, too. That's like jail sleep. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You were in jail, right? I did eight months. Oh, okay. In county jail. It was terrible, though. What? I'm sorry if you've been asked this so many times. What did you go to jail for? I, I was selling. I mean, selling drugs, obviously, but, you know, just whatever. Eight months. Does it go I by? I mean, I really went to jail because, well, I got, you know, I caught, I was catching a lot of cases. Well, not a lot of cases, but I would get a lot of loitering tickets. Mm. And I would never go back to court. So then when I finally got caught on my big drug charge that I got, I mean, they gave me, like, you know, because it was my first offense, they gave me probation. But I never even reported to the probation. I just went instantly. As soon as I got out of jail, I went right back to selling drugs again. So once they caught my ass, they already knew I was going to run. So they gave me eight months. It was tight. I, I mean, give me some of the funniest motherfuckers in the world in jail. I Do mean, you still obviously. talk to anyone from there? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> soon as I got out of said that motherfucker like the best friends. But as soon as I smelled <laughs> real fresh air, I was like, see you later, suckers. <laughs> you losers. <laughs> I see him on the street today. Act like I don't know him. Like, what you talking about? I don't remember, dog. Fuck that. Uh, that's so funny to imagine going to jail mm-hmm. and then the person you're like buddies with in jail becomes a very successful. Oh yeah, a lot of people know me. Rapper. I mean, like, especially like all the like the the deputies and like the CEOs and shit. They all know me, so I be seeing them around all the time. Well, used to when I was in Detroit all the time, but so that was yeah, it was tight. It's tight. I mean, it's, it shows that the percent of, you know, because they always say, motherfucker, go to jail. You're going to come back. You're going to come back. And I used to tell the motherfuckers all the time, like, I'm going to be a rapper. When I get out, I'm going to be a rapper. They'd be like, whatever, shut up. They used to call me Snoop because I had braids and shit. 
They were like, yeah, that was Snoop. You ain't going to be no rapper. You ain't gonna be no. And I got out, and I remember, you know, I was, like, on the cover of, like, the local paper at home. Like, uh, and I remember, you know, because that's when social media, whatever. So they was just all the, all the depths and shit was finding me and hitting me up. Like, we see you. Yeah. So it was kind of, I was like a heartwarming moment a little bit. Like, I Jail told y'all success motherfuckers. story. Yeah, like, I told y'all motherfuckers. That's like when the teacher at school is like, you have no drive or potential, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And then you're like, fuck you, miss. Yeah. Um, did eight months go by fast or slow when you're Fuck there? no, that shit went slow as hell. Did you get buff? Nah, because um, I went because you know after a while, once you get sentenced in the county, you get a job. Oh, what were you? So doing? I was working in the kitchen. Mm. I was working in the kitchen first, but the best job you want there is called registry, and that's when you know people when they come into the jail they get registered in. Yeah. So it's just probably like one or two of y'all down there that like y'all like assistance for the guards and depths. Like go get me some coffee or go. You know, you just down there, you just mop the hallways, take out the fucking trash and hand out sandwiches. You don't really do shit. But the good part about that job is that, you know, people come in. When they come in, they come in with shit. And all they, all they do is throw it away. So, you know, you get packs of cigarettes, might find some weed, might find some. And then you oh, get so cool you enough. become the plug inside. Yes, and that was the plug. But see, the thing is with me, I was just so greedy. I was like, fuck that. I ain't selling no motherfucking cigarettes this in this bitch. Me. I'm smoking all these motherfuckers. So for my entire Six months, I think I was in registry. No cigarettes was being <laughs> circulated through Wayne County, so the whole jail <laughs> hated my guts. You know what I'm saying? But hey, look, now that's who probably remembering them type of motherfuckers. Like, yeah, that nigga was a bitch in jail. Wait, so then how did you sneak the cigarettes? What you mean? Like, I mean, you can take them. You they would throw them in the garbage, and then you'll take them out the garbage. No, but if you weren't giving them to anyone, how would you smoke them? How would okay, you I mean, because of the back room where the where the depths smoke at too. Once you get cool enough with them, they'll let you smoke back there. Oh, that's tight. Yeah, so you can just smoke back there. As long as you smoke back there and don't, you know, don't get in too much trouble. You come back and everyone's like, let me smell your breath, Danny. Yeah, but then I was able to, then I have to smuggle the cigarettes back up to my floor. Oh. So that was the thing. And I make sure my whole, everybody that was on my floor had cigarettes. So I was the man up there. Everybody, you know, I tell you, be quiet, nigga. Shut the TV off. I'm trying to take a nap. Do you feel, do you feel like, I mean, I don't know if that's a dumb question, but do you feel like grateful in a way for having gone or was it, no, are you it was like, definitely a, a, um, experience I needed to go through in life. Yeah. I mean, just to show you how real shit is, you know what I'm saying? Because before then, you know, you know, you do a teen. everybody has a teenager done dumb shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You'll do some shit. You're like, I can't believe I would even, I can't even fathom how I even, you know, had the heart to even do some shit like that, you know? So now, you know. After that, I, I once once you taste that jail shit, you like I ain't never coming back to this shit. I don't give a fuck. Motherfucker told me all you gotta do is just tr- act like you in jail on the outside, and you'll never go back to jail. And that's what I kind of do. I kind of like after 10 p.m. If it ain't no reason to me be outside, I'm in. The, ain't, I'm locked down when it's locked down. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Like you just out there. If I got something planned, like something had to be planned in the books. Like if you somebody called me randomly, like. 9.45 or something. Like, what's up? Let's go out tonight. Let's do some shit. Like, fuck no. If you ain't calling me yesterday, we I gotta have to have schedule this. it. Yes. I don't do planner. nothing random. I don't do no, you know, uh, everything No has last to be minute moves. No last minute moves at all. Yeah. That always turns into a weird thing. Even I used to hate, like, when people used to do shows, like, other rappers would come into town, and they'll come in, and they'll come in the day of the show, and they'll hit me up, like, yo, Danny, I got a show. Uh, come through, blah, 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 blah. Like, motherfucker, you don't think I got a life? I'm going to drop yeah. everything. You don't think I have I'll shit be there. for the day and just drop everything and show up to your show? Why you ain't called me yesterday, motherfucker? Because that's what I would do when I show up to come to a motherfucking city. I'm going to hit you up the day before. Like, yo, I'll be there tomorrow. What's up? You, you know? Yeah. So, Who, yeah. in kind of what you were saying about how everyone does dumb shit when they're younger and then looking back, you're like, how did I even do that? What do you think about, like, kind of 
uh, I hate the word cancel culture, but like when people get called out for tweets or thing that things that they've said like you know four years ago, six years ago, whatever. Like, are you kind of a part of? the movement in that way do you think it's good do you think it's like people should kind of have some i mean i just think it's just showing how much the internet is becoming like the real world in some sense like that shit's more real than your out your real life and you know what i'm saying but i mean when people get i just think it depends on who the person is you yeah. know like because like if a motherfucker's like on some like if a white person was on some like black lives matter shit super heavy then you can go back and find mad tweets and i'm saying some racist shit then yeah you want to Cancel that shit, you know, but sometimes, you know, certain people, I just think it's all about what you, who, who you are and what job you're doing type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because who gives a fuck what a rapper say? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's certain people, they shouldn't be canceled for certain shit, like comedians. Who gives a fuck what a, a comedian's opinion? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, people that can dictate our lives and shit like that, yeah, they should be held accountable for shit they say and, and passed in. You know, you can't be the president. And you, you fucking, you know what I'm saying? You were saying yeah. getting my neck, my back at your Christian. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So you're saying moved. I can't run for president? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Certain shit, you know. You got to be, you got to have a clean slate, you know? Yeah. And then you're very, like, involved in the comedy world. Yeah. When did you get into comedy? Like, were you growing up watching, like, movies tv shows i mean I, was, I think i was always in comedy just as long as i was in the rap like even got to the point where i'd be like you know when you go to school and shit they'd be like what you want to be when you grow up i say i want to be a rapper and shit and the class will laugh and shit so i started getting embarrassed by saying i want to be a rapper i started saying i want to be a comedian but i think it really was um i think my pops really my pops i gotta credit him for a lot of shit but he would have um tapes and shit and albums and shit so you know you just sneaking in your father's shit then you listen to shit and i think we got to start fucking with like um Little Pryor, I mean, um, Little Pryor, fucking Richard Pryor albums and shit. <laughs> Young Pryor. Yeah, like Richard Pryor and shit. Started listening to them shits and just hearing the cuss words and shit at first, like hearing little jokes here and there. And then he brought in um, Eddie Murphy Raw on yeah. VHS. And then I used to watch that shit all the time. And then he had a bootleg um, Robin Harris tape. Mm. And I used to listen to that shit. And then I bought Martin Lawrence. Um, talking shit, I ended up just buying that myself. By the end, I was buying comedy albums for myself. So yeah, I went through all that phase of like comedy albums and shit. Then even to the point of like listening to like dumb shit, like fucking Jerky Boys, fucking shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I think I always had like good goofy, silly side to me and shit. Yeah. Um, and then you haven't tried stand up, have you? I mean, I would, I don't think I would necessarily say like try stand up. You know, but I been in a, 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 in front of a lot of people and said shit to make them laugh on stage yeah. so if that's considered to be stand up then yeah that's the I thing i so. always envied musicians for because you watch like so like i remember like watching certain musicians do interviews or like watching their live shows and mm -hmm. then like them riffing between jokes i'm like damn they have it good because like no one expects them to be funny or say yeah. something funny yeah. and so when they say something funny it just kills mm -hmm. yeah no it's some truth to that but you know it's because it's a different vibe you know music and then you know you're giving people ears a break have you ever had comedians open for you i did a show with hannibal but i don't oh, think nice. it worked too good i, I don't think that dynamic worked too good because comedy Comedy audiences are different than rap audience. And I think me and him, our fan bases were too different, you know? Yeah. You had a lot of, he was doing his set, and you had a lot of kids just screaming random dumb shit, you know? Yeah. Drunk, 
you know, rap rap crowd, and you know, you got to be quiet at a comedy show. And, totally. And, and a and a rap show is just all about being loud and shit. So, you know, it didn't work out right. I don't think so. I wouldn't want to do that. I know. I always like. I have this. I I always wish that it could work, and I and I wonder if the musician went on first. And yeah, then that the probably would work better. And, but then that would just be you playing for like when the crowd coming in and sit down and shit. You know, just a little quick little something just to get people hyped up. And then that's but that's total different. I mean, that's that. I think that'd be that's probably the easiest way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you had uh, uh, your show. That was like a way for you to. I mean, I watched it and it was so fucking funny. Oh, Danny's house. Yes. Yeah, with Vice. Mm-hmm. So funny. Yeah, that was with um Derek. He just pretty much came up with the idea for the show. I mean, I was the word was out that I wanted to do something, and you know, Vice was always just um, you know, just interested in anything that I wanted to do, and it was like, you ever want to do a show? You ever get some ideas for a show? You know, we we're down, you know, to work, and then Derek came up with the idea. I was like, yo, shit, let's try it. It was great. I had a great time. Do you think you're going to do it again? I mean, Corona had fucked it up. Yeah. So. But after Corona, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's up to Vice at this point. My favorite, if anyone hasn't seen it, just YouTube, you and ASAP Rocky. Mm -hmm. YouTube, Danny, ASAP Rocky, smash or pass. Yeah, me and him, we always have a good little, we always have a good little powwow every time we get together. That's the homie. So funny. Mm Mm-hmm. Who were like who are the people that you kind of like started out with, or the people who were like coming up at the same time as you, who you were like, oh, I really fuck with these people. Oh yeah, it was just like Rocky and ASAP and like um, TDE, those guys, just pretty much them really. I mean, it's a lot of other people, but I think that was like you know still around. I think I probably had a, like a direct relationship with is like Rocky and Schoolboy Q, like one of my like my closest friends back then. Do you feel like anyone, when you were, like, getting a lot of, like, I don't know, notoriety, do you feel like the people who you were with back in Detroit were kind of, like, bitter or jealous or anything? Like, is there no. a weird thing in the rap community? No, because, like I say, I didn't get on until I was 30. So, I mean, got to think. A motherfucker in their 20s, a nigga at 28 years old. Like, I'm going to make him tell him still. They're like, you still trying this rap shit. So, motherfuckers were just so happy to see me do anything yeah. with it. Like, about time, motherfucker. So, no, motherfuckers didn't feel the type of way. They just was like, man, you know, it was like, yeah, see, it, it does really. I think it, it probably inspired people more than anything to see a motherfucker that persistent. Like, it really did pan out for him because he didn't stop, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so I think they, they probably felt more encouraged. Than anything. Because I think that's something in stand-up that a lot of people, and probably in rap, but, like, people who start out or have been doing it for a certain amount of time, they're like, I just don't, like, nothing's happening, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like, you never know what's no. going to happen. I mean, I just, at the end of the day, I got to the point where I was like, I ain't got nothing else better to do. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know what else to do at this point, so I just kept, I just, I being then, and it's like, you know, you get those little certain moments, like I said, you'll get those little certain moments that'd be like, I can't. I work. I mean, I lived with Tony Yayo for like a year. Really? So that was just like you know that was crazy. So I was able to be because you know him with Fifty and all that. So I was there in the midst of seeing how the how it works of being an artist. You know. Yeah. So I went through a lot of boot camps. I was I like to call them. You know what I'm saying? So they, that was like the little things that would make me like, make me like I can't stop. Like I have a person like. You know, people telling me like you you're good enough to do like this. Like the shit. different you know cosigns where yeah. you're like okay. Yeah, every time. 
And I feel like that almost probably helped more is having that like at a certain point where you're like, whatever, I'm just doing this for Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Like nothing's happening. So I might as well just have fun with it. Kind of like I feel like sometimes people can like try too hard or like put everything into it and then they lose who they are outside of it. And having that attitude of like, whatever, this is just fun at this point. Mm hmm. No, I still wanted to be able to support myself with it. I just had yeah. <laughs> low aspirations. I was like, fuck, as long as I'm able to pay my rent and, and buy new clothes and smoke weed every day, I'm cool. <laughs> and then, you know, you know, start low and get high, you know what I'm saying, I guess. Do you remember your first big purchase where you're like, you got your first check and you're like, mm. I'm about to get something crazy? First big purchase. I mean, I used to buy a lot of expensive-ass clothes, so maybe just like, Probably just going spending a lot of money on like dumb clothes. Like I probably, I mean at that time that was crazy to me. I probably spent like nine hundred on a t-shirt. Yeah. And that was like stu- I wouldn't do that again. You know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? Shit like that. You know. But I wouldn't say like you know my big purchase was was my house. Shit, that was mm. the first like real big purchase I ever made was my house. That's gonna feel that, so buying good. Clothes and shit was like yeah 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 yeah. But I realized. Um, yeah, because you know everybody always want to have that dream. You know, go get get the house. I bought my mom a house, so that was cool. But. Me getting, me getting, having a house is like real overrated. Really? <laughs> it just over. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you don't have any kids and shit, it's like a waste of space. And then it's like all the upkeep that you have to do is like shit breaks all the time. And you then know? you're responsible for yeah, it. exactly. Like, so Whereas with just, renting, you're like, whatever, yeah, I might whatever, be spending this, a yeah, bunch of know? money every month, but I don't have to like put up with. But I don't have kids and shit, so, you know, it's like the best thing for me to do is like, you know, nice condos and shit like that or probably, you know. Do you still have your cats? Um, yeah, they, oh. um, you know, they were, they were, they uh, <laughs> they were their watcher right now, oh. so it's different circumstances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll leave it at that. I want to ask you questions that people ask because you got so many questions. Everyone loves you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I mean, it's 50-50. I think everyone loves you. I've never heard one bad thing about you. Um, I ask everyone. That's the first thing I say when I meet someone new. I go, what do you think about Danny Brown? Oh, well, that's cool, then. Because I'm a nice guy. You're a great guy. I mean, I've been through the struggle. I've been through the the hood. I just want to, you know, I just want to live good right now. I just don't (laughs) want no trouble, you know? I'm 40 years old now, you know? So crazy. What do you feel like? I mean, this is such like a cliche question, but if you could talk to twenty-year-old Danny, oh, oh, what'd you say? I was like, what'd you say? None of that shit matters. (laughs) 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 But the number one thing I say, like, the shit you tripping on is not even, you know, that's just that doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Like, do you still fuck with uh with the the juggalos and ICP? Yes, of course. I want to go. What's a juggalo? Always a juggalo. You just can't give up on the clowns. Woo woo. Woo woo. You know what I'm saying? I want to go to a gathering so bad. Yeah, it's amazing. I look good <laughs> in face paint. It's amazing. It's amazing. I've seen some crazy shit at the gathering. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I didn't realize how many girls go topless. Yeah, some hot chicks that's juggalos. I, you wouldn't think you think they all just like fat chalupa eating fago <laughs> drinking bitches, but they got some nice they got some nice artillery up in that motherfucker. They they for the family. They got the surprise. Woo, woo. Yeah, they for the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were you feeling when you wrote XXX? I seriously think that beat is the best ever, says Tom Huerta. XXX, what's that? That's the name of the album. Oh, the intro? 
What I was I thinking? So. Oh, I, I mean, know. I was writing the intro track. I mean, the album was done. That's the thing about um, 30 was that the um, the album was done, and I wrote the intro and outro last. So that was cool. I always had, like, songs that like, this going to be the intro or this going to be the outro. But then after a while, I was like, man, these suck. And then I think they, I don't know wherever they end up at, but I was like, I got to make an intro and outro a real official. So I was just working on making intros and outros, and I got those. So, yeah. But what was I thinking? I was just trying to make an intro to the album. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever listen back to your albums and Mm -mm. and be like, damn, what was I thinking? Once once the album is done and it came out, I don't listen to it no more. Yeah. I mean, if people play it around me or if it, you know, is around, it is, but I don't like... Sit around myself like, let me just listen to some Danny Brown. Fuck. Let no. me listen to the old classics. Yeah, like fuck no, man. I might get drunk every now and then, want to like reminisce. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, no, I don't fucking just sit around bumping my music. That's like weird. <laughs> it is because then it's like emotional shit that you write, and then it's like you hearing it, it take you back to that place. Now yeah. you're thinking about shit that ain't got nothing to do with the song. Now you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't even listening to the fucking music no more. So no. Nah. What's your favorite thing to drink? Drink? Yeah. I mean, I'm into the seltzers. Oh, you mean like liquor? Yeah, Alcohol. both. I mean, I mean, I drink a lot of sparkling waters. But I saw that. I I saw that you were saying that you started drinking them because you chugged one and then yeah, threw, and I threw up. up. Yeah. And From you said if it's much. so powerful, yeah, I gotta so I drink, drink it all, all day time. now. I'll drink them all day, which I, you know, I found that that having too much carbonation in you is not good either. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm thinking like it's better than drinking soda. I'm drinking water. Like no motherfucker, the bubbles. The bubbles is fucking your stomach up too. It's so fucked up because you think you're like you're like oh I'm so thirsty I'm gonna get a carbonated drink mm-hmm. and then it doesn't even help you with your thirst at all. Yeah, I just like to kick. It's almost like a heroin addict with me. Like like I'm doing coke or something. Like. Argh. Like you just want the hit. There's so many different seltzers now. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's it's out of hand. Do you stick with one or do you like experiment? I mean, my f- I mean, I have my favorite. You know, my favorite would be um, the Canada Dry in the small glass bottles. Okay. You, know, you can get the little six pack. Yeah. You gotta keep them on ice for like a day though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> gotta keep them on chill for like a day. So I would say that's my favorite to go to. But then I mean, um, fuck, it's this one though. That's in Europe. That's so strong. Fuck. What's it's it? strong? So strong. It's like, man, I don't even know how people drink that shit. <laughs> I want to know what it is now. Fuck. It's, oh, by do it. That's what I call it. I don't know if that's the way you pronounce it. It's B-A-D-O-I-T. I'll be like, give me the by do it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like crazy. <laughs> strong. You know how people like uh, McDonald's Sprite is strong? Like, yes. It's strong like McDonald's oh, Sprite. But shit. it's just water. Yeah. You know? So you take your breath away. You take your breath away type shit. Yeah. Or it makes your nose tickle. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool slash funny backstory to die like a rock star. And they wanted to add easily the best flip of synthetic sub drum break. That's from Top Floor Smoke. There's no funny backstory to die like a rock star. It's just um, when I make albums, I make um. The best thing for me to do sometime, I, I, I like to just make a shitload of songs, and then I just record them all. Like, I would sit at home for like a month or something, just every day, like, you know, people go to work, I just wake up every day, and I go to my desk, and I write, take a lunch break, write, write, and just write all day till I feel like I'm off, and then I'm done. And I come up, I probably write, you know, 10, 20, 30 songs, and then I go to the studio and just record them all, and Triple X was like one of those songs that was in the batch uh, that started making me know the direction of that, where the album was going to go. So I would say that it's not a funny backstory, but it kind of, that's probably why it's like the second song, but because it kind of like 
I started knowing because I would just record shit. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. And then once I get like a few good songs that sound good together, start to get some cohesion to it. I'd be like, all right, I know what I'm gonna do. And then uh, you know, you know, it's almost like Tetris, though. You know, I love Tetris. <laughs> it just keep you know shit piling each other, then shit disappear. Yeah. Shit piling each other, then it disappear. You know. Uh, you've done shows with punk bands or hardcore bands, yeah? Yeah, I just I was on tour with Trash Talk. Shout yeah. out to all my boys. Lee Shout out to Lee. And fucking Garrett. Do you like doing those kind of shows? I feel like it'd be like a fun, chaotic energy. I mean, I mean, I like any show that's just not, um, that has like a variety to the music. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. going there and hearing just rap music for Four hours straight, I don't think it's up anybody alley. Just boom, boom, boom. Oh, uh, the wildest shit get draining. So, yeah, it's cool to have, you know, you know. So I think some of my funny shows is playing festivals, where it's fucking, you know, you can go listen to what you want to listen to, you know. So Yeah, I went to, there was, like, this kind of, like, hardcore or, like, punk show that was happening in L.A., like, in the L.A. River. You'd have to walk, like, three miles not three miles, maybe like 30 minutes and then like go into this like weird creek area. Mm-hmm. And they were doing 30 minutes hardcore, 30 minutes rave. Oh, tight. And it was the funnest shit I'd ever been to. That just happened recently? Um, Kind of, yeah. During the, during the Rona? Mm. <laughs> mm. That sound like super spreader party. Mm. It's like I'm talking shit. I don't give a fuck. I was watching I'm from the sidelines. I'm in Texas. I, like, I don't give a fuck. I was <laughs> watching from the sidelines. It was crazy. I think my homie went to that shit. I think he was telling me about that shit. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shout out my boy Zalupus. That's my boy. <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> um, uh, sorry. I realized that I already asked you some of these. <laughs> What's your current relationship with the drug Molly, says Nore Bang Champion? My current relationship with it is, I mean, it's the same relationship I always had with it. It's not like a relationship is like something you do every day. Like, we really fuck with each other like that. <laughs> like, you know, this is like, no, it ain't like that. It's from every blue moon shit. Last time I took Molly, actually, I fucking fell asleep. So, I don't know. Maybe my, I'm getting old now. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the same... You know, it didn't make me turn up and party. I took that shit. I felt wavy. I felt good. And next thing I knew, I was waking up in the morning. So You did the Molly Melatonin collab? I guess that's what it was. It was great sleep, though. That's nice. It was great sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Probably some sleep that I really needed, you know? Is that like, if you could pick a favorite drug, do you think Molly is? No, it'd be Coke. Really? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> What's second favorite? Probably, um, we. I mean, first will be weed. Let's okay. not do that. You okay. know what I'm saying? But if I would pick Molly or Coke, I would rather do Coke than Molly because why are we teaching kids this type of shit? But, I mean, Coke wears off faster than Molly, you know? Yeah. I'm probably want to be rolling all day. Like, ah, that's cool when you, like, got shit to do. But if you're just chilling in the house, you know what I'm saying? But I say the cr- I I don't do drugs anymore, but I used to say the craziest shit on Coke. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "This is the best version of oh, myself." Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I really felt it. Yes, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I it gives I you mean, so much confidence. That's the thing. That's the thing. So Coke is fun. It's nice for a little ego boost, you know. Coke is fun, but like, you know, you just can't. It's like everything else. You can't do it too much. It's yeah. like Coke is like a you know, it's like a holiday. You just got two two times a year is okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have Santa deliver it to you. You know what I'm saying. It's like a holiday drug. How did you end up uh, collabing with Brock Hampton? Um, actually, we used to have the same well use. I mean, that's how you know it's been so long. Motherfuckers ain't toured, but we we got the same tour manager. So when my tour manager wasn't working with me, he was working with them, and you know, vice versa. So 
We we you know I guess he just thought we always like you know I'd be like I fuck with they shit and they'll tell him like we fuck with Danny this and that so we was you know this mutual respect passed through to him and then you know he just hit me up like you know they got this song you want to fuck with you know they kind of scared to ask you maybe <laughs> so they asked me to ask you I was like hell yeah I'm down once I heard the beat and shit I was like yeah I can fuck with this and you know it was easy did the song something back is that kind of how you decide like who it is and then what it sounds like I mean what it sounds like the most is the most important. Because I I feel like earlier in my career where I would like do songs with people based on who they were, yeah. and then they send you the song and it probably wasn't the best song, you know what I'm saying? But you still do it just based on. And I see that's clout chasing, you know. You gotta like the song to do the song, you know what I'm saying? So now I, I stick with that because it wasn't some of my best work when I done that, you know what I'm saying? So now I know if I don't like the shit, I'm not gonna do the shit now, you know? Yeah. Uh, how do you feel your styles changed during your career? I want to dress like you. Dress like me? I don't know. Now I just put on anything. I don't care no more. I mean, I think um, for the most part, um, I loved your early style too. Yeah, but that's just like I was super into like um. Well, I think I think a lot too earlier, and like when my teeth was all fucked up and shit, mm-hmm. it's like overcompensating for that. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I would like try to just wear the best shit. Now, now I got some good, nice teeth, so. I'm going to try that hard no more. <laughs> Do you like your teeth? I mean, I like to be normal now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, because it could be sometimes my teeth was fucked up. And, you know, people don't know. And then, you know, you could be like somebody say something to you. Then you say something to you. You can see their whole reaction change. Like, damn, I ain't see that coming. That's like the worst shit with girls. Like, try to talk to a girl or something. Or a girl be like, what's up? How you doing? So you say something back. She's like, oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> that happened to be a lot. So I was like, fuck. Uh, that's so funny. I always say I want to be successful enough to get veneers. But I really got my head. It was really a health thing, though. You know? Yeah. Like, they was telling me, like, my teeth was fucked up, and I was wearing grills and shit. Mm. And I was just making my teeth getting more and more fucked up. And they was like, man, the rate you going, you're going to be on, like, dentures in the next five to ten years if you don't do nothing about it. And that's the last thing I want to do is be have dentures, because I remember my grandma used to have dentures, and they used to be on the sink in the stove. I mean, you know, I'm up in the sink in the bathroom, and you yeah. go in that motherfucker, it's just... Dentures stink. I don't think there's no way you cannot make dentures stink. Yeah. Like, they have a distinct smell, so I don't want the stinky denture breath, man. That makes sense. Uh, what's your favorite thing about Michigan, says El Jefe? Favorite thing about Michigan is just, um, I mean, I just growing up with the winters and shit and just being able to adapt to like being not being able to go outside for like four to five months every year you know what i'm saying it, it, it does something to you I, I don't think i would be that good of a rapper if i had if i lived in la and i had sunshine and shit all the time you know so i enjoyed you know being able to be stuck in with snow days and have to entertain yourself with and you know what i'm saying stuck in house you gotta figure it out so i don't think i'd be that good of a rapper as into music as i am if it wasn't for me growing up, like, I'd have been outside all the time if I lived in fucking L.A., you know? Yeah, it's interesting, because I used to work at this chicken wings place in L.A. Um, have you ever been to Love Baked Wings? Okay. It's this, like, chicken wing spot on Melrose. And, like, Melrose is a busy street, and I would work there, and it'd always be, like, crazy. There's always people walking by. It was, like, a busy spot, and there would always be these, like, aspiring rappers who'd come in. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about rap, I feel like, is that you kind of have to rap about stuff that you don't have yet, but you're like, it's almost like a vision board. You're like rapping about cars, girls, and you don't have any of those, you know. But there's this interesting thing that I saw on Melrose. It's like these aspiring rappers who 
I don't know. Something about it fell off where it was like they were doing it for the wrong reasons. I mean, no, everybody does it for the wrong reason. I it was so. all like Instagram. <laughs> and yeah, they just doing it for that now. Because I, I mean, back. I mean, when I, I mean, you know, back in my day, I don't want to sound <laughs> like that, but you know, motherfuckers didn't rap. Rap wasn't like a thing, you know. Because yeah. it was almost like if you wasn't good at it, it was like people gonna really clown you. You know what I'm saying? Now it's almost like everybody do it, so it's like it's cool to be bad at it, and no one's gonna like. You know, like, all right, I don't know. So many bad people have made it. I don't know. You might make it one day, you know. It's almost like how growing up everybody played basketball, you know, yeah. played sports. Everybody rap now, you know. That don't mean everybody going to go pro, but everybody raps. So do it you, wasn't like that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. What it's getting crazy with the girls. Not every girl rap now, which is like, what the fuck is going on? I'm a rapper. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Were you saying that you're touring with Ash Nico? Yeah, I took Ashley to go. Um, she toured me on my last tour. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. I love her uh, online presence. Oh yeah, that's the homie. That's the homie. I just um, got up on her music and was like, "Fuck!" At the time, it was like she wasn't as big as she is now, and I was like, "Damn, why people not up on her?" Like, I, I feel like she would be fucking huge. So you know, I had the opportunity to reach out to her, have her open up on tour. So I, I was like, "Fuck it, she about to be a pop star. Let me get this. Let me get her up in the mix." Yeah. So and it was good to go on tour with a girl, you know, shit like that too. I never did that, so that was cool. Yeah. Would you? Do you feel like like how do people since everyone's like rapping now or whatever? I feel like everyone's like doing stand up now and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's almost easier to be seen because of social media exactly. and like whatever. What do you think, like? What's the advice you would give to, like, stand out or, like, be taken seriously? I think that's the part. Like, you can't get to to Z without going through A. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers are so worried about being seen and doing all that shit. Like, worry about the craft first. Like, perfect it. Like, get as good as you possibly can before you start putting yourself out there, you know? Like, you got a lot of people, like, they make their first song and then they put it on the internet. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just started rapping. Here, here's my first, you know? Like, you got to have a lot of, you know, you got to put the 10,000 hours in before you start, you know, sharing shit with other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The best That's advice I, I ever got was don't put any of your stand-up out in the first year. Yeah. I can see that. Like, all that shit is a grind. That shit, you got to perfect the shit first, man. Like, yeah. that's what I would say. And if, then you'll find out if you really want to do this shit. And, and the, you know, as far as, like, trying to get better at it, you'll find out if you really want to do it. Because then you'll start to fall in love with the shit. And then it wouldn't be about even none of that shit. It'd be all about, I just want to be better, you know? Yeah. Um, Chris Messerich said, do you listen to music when you have sex? No, I watch porn. While you're having sex? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I'm from the 80s. <laughs> Born in the 80s. I mean, come on. I still smoke cigarettes and shit. Do you skip the, do you skip the intro I mean, it's part? it's just on. It's just on and, you know, you're doing your thing. Just it's background just, noise. It's good back. Yeah, you know. You look up every now and then to give you a little more motivation. That's all. You don't Netflix and chill. You just like nah, Pornhub and nah, chill. Nah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who are your favorite comedians? Says Noah McLaughlin. Growing up or just in general? I think just or? in general. Because you talked about who I mean, they're all the homies. Like, you know, I think Time. Time is one of my favorites, you know. Uh, Tom Segura, Tony. You know, look, all them. All them. Yeah. You know, everybody know. You know what I'm saying? But then, well, I would say one of my uh, my homeboys from Detroit, who I think is really fires on. His name is uh, Comedian CP. Comedian he's out in L.A. CP. too. Yeah, he's, from, he's in L.A. too. He's been out there for a minute. But, yeah, CP is one of the funniest motherfuckers I ever met in my life. Um, do you ever have, you, okay, I was doing my research on you, Danny, 
And you mentioned something about having sex with socks on. If a girl has sex, that's a, with that's socks just a on. joke. That's but like a, but d- here's the thing: I always keep my socks on. I mean, I read somewhere that girls, if they keep their socks on, they can orgasm faster. That's like a thing. Yeah. But I, I got a foot fetish. I want to see toes. So. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's more. It's, it's just more pleasing to the eye. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't want bitch whipping up no motherfucking um. Big ass Hanes tube socks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you look at foot websites? No, not like that. But I'm just saying, I got a foot fetish in the sense of you like, have a foot appreciation. Yeah, if a girl, I don't know if a girl got like ugly feet, I don't know if I could really like rock with her like that. That's like a deal breaker. Yeah. So, but you know, if you got, you can be not so all that attractive and maybe have some pretty ass feet, and then it's it's on and cracking. So, it's like a yeah, <laughs> I feel it. That's like a thing. Do I mean, it's just a yeah, it's a thing. Do you feel like when you're performing, like, how do you? Are there ever nights where you're like, "Fuck, I'm tired," or like, definitely, hell yeah. How do you get out of that? On tour, you do more drugs. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> which is the truth. It's this never-ending cycle, and you drink and you just drink, and you get yourself motivated to do this shit again. That's all it is. The only way. That's why touring kind of sucks. It, it turns everybody into alcoholics, kind of. But yeah, you just get drunk again, and and. Hope, hopefully you have an off day coming up soon. What's your favorite hangover meal? Hangover meal? It's just d- disgusting fast food. Mm. Whatever I can get my hands on. That's when I feel like I have the excuse. That's when I really uh, like drink soda and shit. I want to drink Coca-Colas and shit when I'm hungover. Yeah. So, yeah. Hungover sucks. Being hungover sucks. Do you like Diet Coke? No. Regular Coke? Yeah. Why are you going... I, I don't know. I like Diet Coke. I mean, yeah, but I mean, if you're going to do it, just do it. <laughs> I I like the flavor though. I mean, I feel you. I feel you. I grew up in a diet. I mean, I I can see that. I can. Don't get me wrong. Diet Coke still works, but it's not my. You know, and sometimes it can't be better than a real Coke because sometimes it it tastes a little too sugary, and it get that. You know, you get it all stuck in your throat a little bit. You know, so I've been there. That's why, like, I've been drinking like sparkling water a lot. So, like, if I do drink a Coke, I'd be like, oh, it's too sweet. Mm -hmm. It just tastes too sugary now. But I'd like the Europe. You know, when you're in Europe. They don't have high fructose corn syrup in their sodas. So that's what make me go like, yeah, I'm over here. I can drink sodas. Nice nah, cane, sugar cane and shit in this, you know? It's fancy. Yeah. Do you like British rappers? Yeah, of course. I love I, I, grime music is like a huge influence on me. Dizzy Rascal and um, The Streets are like two of my biggest influences on my music. Album. It's so fun. Yeah. I like love the style of it. Mm-hmm. I was up on it in like 2002, 2003 since then so i don't listen to it as much now I like i still i like some of the drill stuff yeah but i wouldn't say i listen to it as much now there's one song i don't know who it's by but it's this the song is called lewisham mcd's and it's all about a mcdonald's that's in this place called lewisham oh that sounds great <laughs> and all they say is like come to me lewisham mcd's that's crazy and it's about some beef and it's like if you pull up to lewisham mcd's you're gonna get like popped oh wow yeah. That's intense. I know. I love it. Yeah, I think everybody got a gangster McDonald's. We got one in Detroit. It's called the Murder Mac. <laughs> no Joy way. Roll. Yeah, you don't go to the Murder Mac. <laughs> I feel like all McDonald's are the Murder Macs. <laughs> yeah, I, I ate McDonald's not too long ago just on some craving shit. Like, I just really wanted some chicken nuggets one day. Like, I want some fucking chicken nuggets. How many did why. you order? I got a, I mean, I'm grown. I got a 20 piece. Yeah. Hell but yeah. it was disgusting. And what was dipping like, sauces? I'm a sweet and sour kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But it was disgusting. It was like, I uh, it doesn't nasty. hit the same. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, when you 
I keep, keep, hate to keep bringing up Europe, but it, it hits when you're in Europe because everything's. I don't say it sucks out there, but we got different seasonings. You know, For they sure. season they shit different than us. I remember one time I got a burger somewhere they had sunflower seeds in that motherfucker. I was pissed. You know what I'm saying? Just imagine big ass sunflower seeds inside the patty of your burger. Like I that's hate some that. that's some overseas shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, so McDonald's you just you gotta live off that shit over there. You know. Danny, I love you. I love you too. You're my favorite. Tight. <laughs> I really, I mean, it's just crazy the way that life happens. Like seeing it, you at the observatory before I even like started stand up and whatever, just like getting ratchet with my friend there and like, you know, whatever, just seeing you mm-hmm. and you being at like, not the beginning of your career, but like just this like beginning of a, yeah, another yeah. level you can of say your it was career. The beginning. It was the beginning. I, and I, I, I would consider that to be the beginning. It's just crazy. This is very cool for me. It's like me. a full circle for you now. Yeah, it's you really know. special. In Austin, Texas, you know what I'm saying? This place is tight. Are you liking it here? I mean, I think I got to just figure it out because if I don't, I'm going to be fucking 400 pounds before I know it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't stop eating queso and shit. I oh, just keep so going good. crazy. I just keep going crazy. And, oh, man, I had some lemon pepper wings earlier today. They were so fucking good. Where man. did you go? I think it's called Pluckers. Oh, okay. God damn, man. You know where you got to go? Where? Tommy Want Wingy. Tommy Want Wingy? What's that? That's I don't know. Tommy Want Wingy, that's what it's called? Yeah, they do it. It's called like French cut wings. Mm-hmm. And so they like cut the bottom of the wing and it's almost like a drumstick. Like it's almost like a cake pop. Oh, so, okay. So the bone is out. and so oh, you like just, a lamb chop, like the, the lollipop lamb chop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so... Good. I'm trying. I'm trying everything. That's why I say anybody that live in Austin, Texas, and, and eat healthy has got to be a serial killer or ready to kill somebody by now. Just the smells and shit. I can't even get over it. I'm and then you go crazy with the seasonings, man. That's the thing, though. Like they really got a heavy hand with the shakers around this motherfucker, man. I see. Yeah. <laughs> they got a heavy hand with everything over here. Yeah, I love it, though. I love it. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Thank you for having me. Yay! <laughs> oh, do you wanna do you wanna plug anything? Um, not really. I mean, yeah, follow me on Twitch or whatever the fuck. Everything X Danny X Brown X. You know, just finished the album. Um, Quaranta. It'll be um, I don't know. Still doing sample clearances and mixing and shit. So who knows? That's crazy. I never what? thought about that. What sample clearances? Oh, yeah, that sucks. Sample so you record sucks. it with the sample already in it, and then you try and get clearance after. Yeah, I spent the most. I spent, my album Atrocity exhibition. I spent down there all, all my budget on it. It was seventy thousand just in samples alone. Whoa. So yeah, I made no money off that album. Whoa. So Bye, thank Danny's you to everybody album. that loved it. <laughs> thank you to anybody that loved it. Okay, that's it. All right, bye, bye. guys. Bye.